that one friend that everyone comes to for advice or help or something, child. I'm always called. (laughs) And while I appreciate that, I always appreciate people thinking so highly of me that I'm usually the first person they call um, when they need something or need help or advice or anything. But sometimes it's just really difficult to be that person all of the time. I mean, how do you balance being that strong friend when it's just too hard? Let's chat. some quotes that I've constantly heard um, throughout my life. Um, One of the toughest experience to go through is to be someone's strength while you're at your weakest. The worst part about being strong is that no one ever asks if you're okay. The strongest people make time to help others, even if they're struggling with their own personal problems. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I know some of y'all can relate to those three quotes, but let me just share this story. Um, A good friend of mine, actually, she's like a sister to me, but I won't say her name because I know, uh, I don't know if she wants her story or business out in the streets just yet. So for the sake of this episode, I want to share a little bit. When I first started my coaching business back in July, Uh, I did all of the social media stuff. I started putting my stuff out there and I had a panic attack. Okay, I had a panic attack. (laughs) More on that some other time. But she called me and she was so excited about my new adventure. And she just said, you know, this is great. Um, I think this you're, you're good at this. This is what you were made to do. You've been coaching people anyway. So this is this is you. This is perfect. And we talked for about an hour that day right before we got off the phone. Um, you know, I mean, she just literally continued to talk to me about me like the it was my show that day and she was so encouraging and so supportive and and motivating me to keep moving forward and not to give up and don't get discouraged and all of those things and like I said we talked for about an hour that day and right before we got off the phone she goes well I have something to share with you but girl I'm just gonna call you another time to do that so of course I'm sitting here like what no, I need you to share with me right now. Like we just finished talking for an hour and in my opinion about nothing and I need for you to tell me what's going on. And so as we continued talking, she shared with me that she found out she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Now, whew, if y'all knew me and her, you would know this, This, like I said, she's, she's like my sister and I've known her since um, I would say we both were around 27, a little bit after I moved to Florida. I think I went silent for about five or six minutes because it was like a movie. It was like, did I really hear what she said? Maybe I didn't hear what she said. I just couldn't process it. I couldn't process what she said. So I I went really quiet and she was 
steady talking. And like I said, listen, this one right here, we've gone through quite a few shenanigans, uh, ups and downs, you know, marriages, divorce, well, me, divorce. Uh, you know, just so many different things in our life, all these different episodes together. So all of those things, literally, as I sat silent, just started replaying our whole friendship right there, just flashing before my eyes, just like a movie. Then it happened. I just busted out in tears and I really couldn't control it the whole time because <laughs> she has never heard me be like that. <laughs> Except when Prince died and when Manly, my cat died. She, that was really the only two times she's seen me act a fool. But she said, Shel, uh, it's okay. You know, I'm okay. It's all good. We're good. Everything's going to be fine. And I just remember crying my eyes out like I couldn't stop it. And I was getting even angrier because I was having that meltdown. And mainly because I am so used to always being the one to give my shoulder, to give my listen ear to um, give my support. I'm always giving encouragement to others. I'm always figuring something out how to fix a problem for other people. And now she was doing this for me and it made me feel bad. It made me feel selfish. I had all these different emotions. Meanwhile, I'm crying and snotting going everywhere. It was just a mess, child. It was it was really a mess. And for one thing, I I just felt like I should have been confronting her. I should have been on my job. You know, my job as a friend, that friend that everyone comes to, that's usually the calm person, that's usually the one who's, okay, while y'all are crying, I'm figuring out how to get this, this show on the road. I'm figuring out a, a solution. But I literally couldn't at that time. For the first time, I couldn't pull myself together long enough to be strong for her and I truly felt I neglected her because I couldn't be strong and if she hears this episode she's probably gonna call and cuss me out but <laughs> I really could not find any strength to pull myself together I literally cried the whole rest of the conversation I think we were on the phone for another hour after that because she was basically trying to say girl get yourself together like why are you crying <laughs> So this gave me something to think about. I have always been, like I said, that friend. And here I was unable to get myself together, gather myself, um, just, you know, enough to support her when she dropped that bomb on me. And that day taught me one thing. Sometimes it's challenging to be that strong, quote unquote, strong person all of the time. And most of the time you'll uh, hear people say, just be strong. You got to be strong. You you got to be strong. You can't, there's no other options, you know. And mostly in the African American community, we're told and taught and raised to be strong people. Um and, and especially the women that I've come from, my mother, her mother, you know, my aunts, my cousins, you know, all of us are strong women. I've I've watched these women growing up and I'm like, "Wow, y'all went through that." Yep, I had to be strong. It's always that I had to be strong. And I often wonder, but what what happens when you can't? What happens when your ability to show strength burns out? Because it does. And I'm a, a true example of that just based off of this one friend and her situation. And in that moment, she came to me. I, for whatever the <laughs> whatever the case was, I could not turn on my strength for her. And normally that's not me. That's, that's just not me. And I've spoken to so many women who have told 
told me, um, I'm so tired of being strong. I'm tired of always being told to stop crying, to just be strong. When can I let my arms down just for somebody else to hold me for a change and lift me for a change? You know, I, I have to agree, darlings, you know, I'm guilty for telling people to be strong as well. That's that's usually the natural uh, response when you see people going through things. You're like, okay, you got to be strong. So I think for me, I say it to be supportive, not to say, no, you can't have a moment of weakness. And I think that's the, that is true for many people that being strong or just be strong is just a universal statement, you know, that you say whenever you hear of someone being in an, you know, an unfortunate situation, you just right away instinct kicks in and you just say, well, be strong. You know, it's just a natural response. And I get that, but I'm learning that there will be times when you just can't say that phrase. You can't say that statement. There will be moments when a person literally does not want to hear that phrase. And we have to learn how to allow a person to have a moment to soften their shoulders, to lean on us. Sometimes it's not all about you. And and sometimes, you know, even even in that moment, we we expect people to just be strong. You know, those of us that don't know how to not give advice when it's not even being asked for. And sometimes we just want that person to be strong and buck up. Hey, get over it. Stop your crying. But we have to learn that there will be times that you have to do that. You have to have those moments. I had to have that moment on my phone with my friend. Um, And I know she gets it. I know she understands. I know my track record with her (laughs) has been good. Um, So for her to see me in some kind of state like that, it's not common. And she knew I was really broken. My spirit was broken for her. So we do say that phrase of being strong and we sometimes don't allow a person to just soften and just have a moment of vulnerability. I don't like to really say weakness, but um, because some people get turned off when you say weakness, Uh, I'm weak. No, you're human. They say the people that are the strongest are sometimes the most fragile because they don't have the opportunity to ever be weak. They're never able to be weak. You know, it's people like that. Um, and you see them all the time. You see them in our family. You see them at work. You see them wherever, where you just like, doggone. <laughs> Are you ever weak? Do you ever have a moment? Are you strong all the time? How is that possible, Popeye? How is that possible? Like you just, there's no one like that. This past weekend, I attended a funeral who was uh, the cousin of my boo thing. I shared my condolences with his wife as I approached her, you know, it's such an uncomfortable um, feeling. You don't, you never know what to say. And I think for me, I didn't particularly know what to say in this situation because we had just seen them not too long ago. And not saying like, okay, well, stuff happens over, you know, in a day, stuff can happen tomorrow, but it literally just continued to feel very surreal to me. So I already had a lack of of words of what I wanted to say to her. But as I approached her, I paused. The first words on my mouth, (laughs) out of my mouth that I wanted to say um, was be strong. And I 
paused, literally. When I saw her, I paused and I just stared at her. And I tried to grab the right words to come out my mouth. I didn't want to say be strong. So I had to think of something else to say. And well, e eventually I said, I'm here for you. Whenever you need me, just call me. You know, you know, whatever you, you know, if you ever need to talk, if you ever need to, me to come by and sit with you or whatever, I'm here, I'm here for you. And that's all that I could really say because I didn't want to say be strong. She had been hearing that all day. She even said, I have to be strong. He would want me to be strong. At the beginning of the year, I decided to begin seeing a counselor. And at first I was apprehensive about it. But then after the first session, I'm going to tell y'all, I felt, <laughs> I felt so relieved that I didn't know what to do. I mean, I had that woman in there for 60 minutes. I know from the time that clock started, I said, and scene. And it was it was on for 60 minutes. I had just, I had all this weight on my shoulders for years that, you know, I've been holding in by quote unquote being strong and not having any way to release it. And you know what she said to me? She said, Shelly, you are so used to being strong for others that you don't see others to be strong for you. You don't ask for help. You don't rely on anyone. You do everything yourself and good Lord, you must be exhausted. And honey, let me tell you something. She was right. Like when I finished that, I think I came home. I went to sleep for at least nine hours, 10 hours straight. I didn't even wake up. She's right. I, due to my profession, I've been in higher education now for 20 years. So when people come to me, I'm advising them. I'm counseling them. I'm supporting them. I'm not getting that back, but I never felt like I needed it back. Does that make sense? Because that's my job. That was my job to do. But I'm also doing it in my personal life when my friends call upon me, when my family, it's like it never shuts off. I've never had a, a moment to decompress. And until, you know, over the past couple of years, I've been thinking about it. I've been, huh, oh, maybe I should see a counselor, but what am I gonna talk about? I don't need no counselor. I'm good. Honey, let me tell you something. I Like I said, that first 60s, 60 minute session I know she had so many notes <laughs> I know she was like good lord we gonna have to come here yes because I needed to have an outlet and she understood you know she understood like I said due to my profession this is what I do all day long so um you know she she told me hey don't hold anything bad give me everything you know whatever and I'm like okay you honey you definitely gonna get it if I'm paying you gonna get all of this here okay you gonna get it all and don't get me wrong I love helping people I love what I've been doing for 20 some years I love it I love that I'm going and stepping outside now and doing coaching and I love that because I know that helping people is my God-given purpose and I've often prayed about that I've often said okay Lord well if my purpose is to help others, I need you to help me get some things together with this. But it can be overwhelming just because it's your purpose. It, it can be overwhelming. And this is why it's so important to release. And, you know, I truly don't feel comfortable doing it because, again, I'm always the person to get the releasement of others. So I've, I've had to train myself to say, nope, I'm going to go see my counselor every week and then we kick it back to two weeks whenever I feel but every two weeks I'm going and that's and sitting in that chair and getting my 60 minutes worth of, of releasement 
okay? And then I'm recharged. I'm able to straighten my shoulders back out and give somebody else my my ability, my comfort, my support. So when we come back, I'm going to share with you what I did uh, to overcome always what I call being that strong friend all the time syndrome. I don't know what the official word or official phrase or diagnosis is, but I call it being strong all the time syndrome. So stay tuned. If you haven't been listening to Chit Chat with Shelly Cheyenne, here's what you've been missing. So do you really think you're dealing with someone with thin skin? Child, I'm from Chicago. See, the Shelly of maybe 15 years ago would have got all up in it, okay? I invented clapbackage, okay? You listen, I never shake when my haters try me. I just shimmy and move along, child. Get on that floor, stop, drop, and roll, pat out them flames, get back up and walk on that pavement into your destiny, into your future. Be sure to check out all new episodes every single Friday right here on Chit Chat with Shelly Cheyenne. Okay, so tips for balancing that being strong all the time friend syndrome. I think I said it a different way before, but y'all get it. Um, Okay, so here we are. Come on class, say it with me. Number one is what? Prayer. (laughs) Oh, yes, my voice was good there. We're going to pray for the strength to come from God and don't always try to be strong for your be strong yourself. You know, I think that's one of the things that has always helped me is that that's my go to. That's my stand on firm ground foundation. That's what I believe to my core, to my bone marrow um, is to pray. That's that's just the first my first instinct. Okay, pray for strength. You know, um, with the example I gave earlier about my my friend, through my tears after I got off the phone, I right away. I think I was still at work when it happened, and I was I literally closed my door and right away started praying, and I prayed for strength to be there for her. And I I prayed for her, but I said, Lord, please give me the strength to be strong for her. Because if she has a, a moment of, you know, doubt or fear, or she needs to reach out and I'm that person she calls, I can't be doing this crying stuff. I have to be strong for her. So I prayed for strength to come from God because I couldn't do it by myself. I knew I could not hold, uh, hold that on me by myself. So I prayed for strength. Number two, know that it's okay to not always be strong. You know, you don't always have to be the one everyone else expects to hold everything together for them. And that's one of the things that, you know, I hear a lot of uh, people who are the eldest sibling, the child, um, you know, so they're used to taking care of the whole family is on their shoulders because they're the oldest or, you know, people, um, you know, women in marriage, they well, I gotta be strong for my I gotta hold it. Sometimes you can't do that. You can't be strong for everybody. And it's okay. It's okay. And sometimes you just have to, you know, allow someone else to take it. I, I know it's it's a blessing for me to have a sibling, to have a brother. Because when I um am, am weak with certain things or I feel afraid or I feel something that I can't take on myself with 
with with regards to my mother, I know my brother is there and we balance it off where he's able to pull pull where I'm not, you know, and, and vice versa. So know that it's okay to not always be that one. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we're so used to that. Like I said earlier, how I felt, I was crying and hooping and hollering even more so because I was mad that I could not be there at that moment for her. So I've had to learn that I can't be um, strong for everybody. I have to um, step back sometimes and allow someone else to be strong, or I have to handle it a certain way, or I have to just break down and cry with them sometimes. I can't always be the one who, as soon as something happens, I gotta... (laughs) Now, professionally, that's different, but personally, you know, in my personal life, I have to keep that in mind that it's okay to not be everybody's shoulder. It's okay. And the third thing I would say, and these are the three most important, and there's probably many others that I can add here, but the the three things that really help me to keep that balance is, like I said, I found a counselor, okay? Therapist, counselor, whatever you want to call her. But I found someone that I can go and talk to and when my when my battery, it's just like plugging in a your iPhone or your Android for y'all Android users, <laughs> shade. Um, it's like plugging in that that battery pack, plugging in that uh, that charger, and you recharge. And then okay, I can go another five days, I can go another two weeks, and then you know supporting everybody else and supporting my clients, supporting my students. But then I have to go see my support, and I have to go you know on Sundays go to church or whatever, and I need that support to refuel, to recharge myself. So you need a moment and an opportunity to release sometimes and recharge. And trust me, talking to someone that you trust, I don't care who it is, but I would find one person that I can go to talk to that I trust. It does help and it does work wonders. Trust me. Believe me when I say I was the toughest nut to crack because I'm always that person. So I never felt to go to anybody else. I didn't know I had an option to do so. I didn't know I had options to, (laughs) and that's for real. Sometimes when you're used to being strong, you just, hey, I just don't have the option to go to nobody else because everybody wanted me to be strong for them. So I get it. I get it, darlings. It's tough being that quote unquote person that people rely upon the most for everything. And therefore, you know, you feel you let people down when you have a moment when you're not as strong or when you have your your back against the wall or when you're going through your own issues in life. And this isn't the episode to tell you don't be strong. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying balance being strong all the time. Understand that you do have the ability to have a moment where you need to recharge, where you need to have someone be strong for you. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just find a moment to ask for help, to deal with whatever it it is, and just be honest with people sometimes. So alleviate some of that stress sometimes by just being honest with people. Hey, I, I... I know you're going through a tough time. Let's say a prayer and let's, you know, I'm going to help you try to get through this. But don't take all of that weight on by yourself. A lot of times communication does wonders for other people. Sometimes if we just share how we feel and what's going on with us, then it it snaps them sometimes out of what's going on with them. So don't take on more than you can humanly handle, baby, because it is, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. Lighten your load a bit and know that you are allowed to put your arms down and have other people. People carry you through your own storm sometimes.
for listening to Chit Chat with Shelly Cheyenne. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Coach Shelly on Instagram and Facebook at Coach Shelly, C-H-E-L-L-E-Y, Cheyenne, C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. Tune in next week for more exciting conversation with your host, Life Balance Influencer, Coach Shelly Cheyenne.